If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ma ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Ladies and gentlemen, boxing lovers and likers, welcome to the ultimate sibling rivalry Bigs versus Bigs. This podcast highlights two brothers who have been debating, undercutting, and contradicting each other for years about the sweet science of boxing. And now they're finally here to settle the score right on this podcast, Bigs versus Bigs. In the blue corner, the cool, collected, self-proclaimed ladies' man, he's famous for dominating debates without raising a vocal decimal. Representing the youngest sibling in every family worldwide, Christian the Slim Reaper Biggs. In the right corner, the borderline obnoxious, the man that has been rumored to be 3,000-0 in all boxing debates, the man representing for all big brothers all over the globe, Justin Big Time Biggs. We're back, y'all. It's us. The Biggs Brothers, we're back, guys. We're back. I know you missed them. Sorry we've been going on such a pivotal time in boxing. But look, man, look. Let's keep it real. We're out there in Columbia uh, for a minute. We fought three times. And we got three wins by knockout. Sim Reaper, 3-0 with three KOs. Yes, I am. Yes, sir, I am. And Big Time Biggs is 11-0 with... Uh, Eight KOs. Yeah. Uh, the significance to this is, guys, that, uh, you know, we both had shoulder surgeries that kept us out of the ring for quite some time. Two of them. Two of them. And it was a hard time. The pandemic hit. We thought the world was over. We've been rehabbing and training and working with the best. Uh, Dr. Glashow, uh, Katie, uh, Kathy Fahrenheit, uh, physical therapy. Michael Sargent. Michael Sargent. Michael Souders. Michael Souders. You know, all Thank these, you for your service, All these sir. wonderful people that have been helping us. And our guy over at Blackout Boxing. Chanel over at Blackout Chanel. Boxing. Isaac over there is my, my man Isaac Brown. Yes, sir. Helping us out doing this thing with us every single day. Mm-hmm. You can't forget A Dollar. A Dollar, make him holler. The manager, the big bro. Aaron Freeman at a dollar, aka dollar. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just such, such a blessing to be back on this microphone talking to the, all my beautiful listeners yes. all across the world, all across, all across the lands. We hit record numbers once again this month, and I'm so thankful for it all. But it can only get better if we're actively fighting, right? Yes. So check out our Instagram pages if you want to see some footage. Mm-hmm. Kristen D underscore Angelo. That is mine, a.k.a. the Sim Reaper. Yes, and Big Time Biggs, B-I-G-T-I-M-E, B-I-G-G-S. And uh, check us out, man. Check us out. Check our fights out. And we'll be fighting again on July 29th in Myrtle Beach. On Country Box. Country Box live streaming, y'all. Tune in. And, and you know, look, we're the only guys that's doing this thing while boxing. So, you know, it's awesome because we're we're talking about it as we learn more about the sport and get to the higher levels and find out all the secrets and then we'll bring it uh, down to you guys. And we're just thankful, man. We're thankful God let us come back uh, safe and alive. 
from Colombia. Colombia is a beautiful com- country. Colombia. Colombia. We love it there. I have a bunch of family and friends out there now that we met. And, uh, yo, look, we'll, we'll be back there, too. We'll be back, man. That's like the second home. You know, everybody over there loves us. Being there, we've been there doing doing all kinds of stuff, shaking out. I feel it feels like I'm really fighting across the street from where I live, man. That's how that's how we got it going down there. But uh, look, man, we came back. I'm three thousand and zero. Justin's eleven and zero. Eight knockouts. I got three knockouts under my belt too. Just know that when we talk on this mic, man, we're not just for show. We do this for real. There's no cap in our rap, man. We do this for real. You understand? So when we talk about something hurt and we talk about this guy could have did more, this guy should have did more, didn't do enough, we really know it. We've been, I mean, my first memories are boxing memories ever. My first memories in my entire life. Can you believe it? Other people were seeing, you know, playing with cats or, 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 or I don't know, looking at their parents' face. I was looking at a boxing ring, right? My brother here, what you was doing in the stomach? Tell him what you was doing. He was punching my mom in the belly, man, from from the womb. Hard. Uh, uh. You know, haymaker. So this is what we really do, man. Born to be I'm born for this. So let's get let, 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 let's get into it. Let, 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 let. Come on, what we got? What you got for us, big time? Uh, let's start. Let's let's start with the good news. The return of Adrian Broner. While out there, I watched the fight. I got to watch it on Fight TV, which was pretty dope. I like how Fight TV is getting all these fights for us to be able to watch. It's like a lot of fights are being streamed now. It may not be streamed on, you know, the huge, huge platforms like Showtime and other ones. But they, they, I love that we can watch. Like there's no, there's not a lot of hidden cards anymore, which I love that. So I watched Adrian Broner. He fought, fought the lawyer. The, the, the buildup was amazing. I never heard of the guy. Hutchinson. Hutchinson. But I like that Adrian had a nice, good touch coming back. Uh, beat the guy up. Adrian looked like he was in shape. It went 12. I'm thinking getting rounds was a good idea. Adrian didn't look as explosive as he looked in the past. But you, know, you kind of can imagine, man, like coming down from 180 pounds, depression, all the things Adrian's been going to is not fought since 2020. It's like, what can we really expect? But he still looked like his reflexes were pretty good still. And I believe that he'll get sharper. I love the way Adrian came out. <clears throat> if he continues to come out with that same level of intensity like he did just now with Billy Hutchinson, you know, like a cat about to uh, pounce on their prey, using his jab, taking the shots that he sees instead of waiting, like people have been uh, have called him notorious for, and 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 you know the latter part of his career, right. he's taking initiative. And listen, man, he punched on a boy. He beat on him. He beat on Bill Bill Billy or Bill Hutchinson pretty badly. I would have loved to see a KO. I'd love to see a knockout. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we were all kind of waiting for. Yeah, I'd like to see it go ten so I could relook at him and say, well, he's ready for some of these guys at one forty. Um. I don't know if I, I I could see the next fight him being sharper. Maybe he slowed down his, his punches didn't look as fast as it usually looks. Maybe he traded in speed for activity. Right, right. Something I'm learning right, now, like right. I'm slow down speed to, to land more shots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At a, at a better pace. 
Um, maybe I'm maybe that's what AB went ahead and did. I like that. Like they, the Rick Ross was there, I believe. He had some people in the crowd, and Suleiman was there. Mauricio was there. Well, if he chilled out on the on the fast twitchies, mm-hmm. which are certain muscle fibers that we have, and he chose to, he chose to use the slow twitches a little more. Okay, and he, he he saved the fast twitches for later. I just hope he didn't lose it. Yeah, speed speed does go. Yeah, speed, speed does, does go, go, and I think it's probably one of the first things to go. I did. I like to see his muscles body look a little more toned. I think that, but all that time, bro, you take off. I think that the next fight, the next performance, should be a little better. I'm glad he's back, man. I'm glad AB is back. Yeah, yeah. yeah his yeah. free tank shirts on. Yeah, free tank. Uh, I, I, so like, and he, he said Mauricio was in was in Mauricio the crowd. Was there, which is the president of WBC and the WBC champion. Progress. Uh, so at the end of the fight, he was like, um, "Who would you like to fight next?" He's like, "What's his name? Uh, Retardo or something like that?" Oh, oh Ramiro Roly. <laughs> fight Roly. He says he wants to fight. Um, he think he's cool with Tiafimo, relatively cool with Devin, and then there's a Ryan Garcia fight. So I want to ask you, who should Adrian Broner fight next? It doesn't have to be any of those guys I mentioned. But who should he fight next? He should he should fight Rollies. He should fight Rolando Romero. Um, because it's enough holes there. He's experienced enough. And excuse me, he just he just might mess around and could get hurt too. <laughs> so it's 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 an entertaining enough fight to where it'll challenge him enough. Yet there should be enough holes and Roley's game for him to be active and take and take a twelve round victory and and grab a belt and grab a belt. So that's the that's the that's kind of the fight I want to see first. I feel like if he were to jump into like a Ryan Garcia right now, then I don't think that'd be in his best his best interest. Just because. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. of, you know... That sharpness and, and sharpness and intensity and awareness you have to be at right now to to take down a guy like Ryan, I I, I wouldn't really want to see him in that. I, I'd rather him. I'd rather him fight Romero. You're wrong. Let me tell you why. I think that Ryan Garcia money is out there. I think Ryan is a bigger fight. He did 1.2 with Tank. I think that it will be a steep. Things climb, but I do believe that. You know what? Tank just knocked him out. He's Tank's big brother. 
Tank will probably be in the, in the crowd and shit, you know, around them, intimidating them. Like, yeah, get knocked out again. You know what I mean? And I think that Broner can hurt him. Broner just has to be a good Broner. He cannot, he has to be a real smooth, walk him down, beat this kid up. Um, but the way 140 looks right now, Ryan can mess around and lose to anybody. So, you know, let's try to go grab that money. Yes, there's no belt on the line, but we just saw the biggest fight of the year so far. There was no belt attached to it. So <laughs> that's a tall task, bruh, bruh. You think he was going in and do what? See now he just got knocked out. Yeah, he did just get knocked out. Adrian just came back. What would have Ryan have done to Bill Hutchinson? I could see him Bill going ten rounds of rollies. I can't see Bill going Bill Hutchinson going ten rounds of Ryan Garcia. <laughs> Rollies on your round, Mount, Mount Rushmore. Don't, don't start. Don't start. I like Rollies a lot, and that's why I think it'd be dangerous for for for, for AB. Because Rollies is awkward, hard. So you see, what you think is they're both dangerous, so he might as well take the more money. Take the more money, not the less money. Take the more money, not the less money. Take the more money, not the less money. That's what I think. Nah, I disagree. Take the less money, easier fight, get you a belt, because that's what he's even in boxing. I want to get my title back in. That's why he want to fight. Come on, man. That's why he want to fight Rollies, man. You're going to grab up Rollies' belt right quick. You know what I'm glad about? Everybody keeps saying, oh, Rollies sucks. I don't want to fight Rollies. We're just like, I don't want to fight Rollies. And Shakur was like, Rollie garbage. I don't want to fight him. And Devin was like, I don't want to fight Rollies. Everybody's on this. I don't care what Rollie does. I don't want to fight Rollies. Tifimo just say he fight. But, oh, I want to also say, when I was in Columbia, doesn't happen a lot. I was completely wrong. I'm sorry. That man, Teofimo Lopez, because I said, I said, I said, yo, like T.O., one of my guys, you know, one of my most talented fighters, but Josh Taylor's going to beat him. I thought Josh Taylor was going to stop him. Tiafimo Lopez looked like Roy Jones reincarnated. Tiafimo, like this slick boxer Gordo. Tiafimo, and for the first time in history, I ever heard a trainer say they messed the fighter up. His daddy said, I messed him up. Like, I messed T.O. up. And I had to look at myself as a trainer and go, you're messing him up, man. So then it's like, he went there and said, I had to get out of his way. And we worked on some stuff. And I thought that the kid was mentally imploding. I thought, you know, the, the wild comments that he said, you know, people thought it was racist. I want to kill him stuff. It felt like a guy that was on the downslide. And he goes in there. He looks magnificent. Tio has something else planned for y'all, man. It was all a ruse. It was all a game. You didn't hear him? After after they called him on a, they called him on a high, hot mic after he fought Sandor Martin, Tio said, "Do I still got it? Do I still got it." And during a a, a conference uh, interview leading up to the fight, he says, "Oh, I just said that because you know to give to give y'all something to, to to talk about." Now when he said that, I said, "Tio, stop lying. You don't have to lie to us anymore. You second guess yourself, and it's okay." But then at the end of the fight versus Josh Taylor, when he would be beat him, 
very decisively said, do I still got it? I said, damn, this guy's, this guy's, this guy's a lot, still a liar. This guy's just joking around, he's lying, and he's just, he's, 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 he's figuring out as he's going along, man. That's what he's doing. But on that night, on that night, he finammed everybody, because I didn't see that coming. Early rounds, I'm like, okay, this is a pretty even fight. Josh may be edging it because he's pushing him back. Then all of a sudden, the right hand starts to land, stagger Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor throws his left hook back on Tio's chin. Nothing happens. And, and Regis Progress said it too. He said it after interview, on, on interview with uh, I think Fight Hype. He said, nothing to answer for everything Josh Taylor did. And when Josh Taylor hit him, it didn't hurt didn't him. Hurt him. And that's what people don't understand was the difference in the fight. When Josh landed his powerful left hook or his uppercut or his, his left hand, it did nothing to T.O. And, you know, since he got dropped by Cambosa, it's like we're not known for T.O. Timo Lopez to have the best chin. but Or Sander not dropped. Or the, the, the two, the one confirmed in the two possible times he got dropped by uh uh, the other possible time he got dropped by Santa Martin. So it just, it just, it, very, it really surprised me and shocked me because I didn't see it coming. I didn't know his chin was that good. I didn't know his, uh, his, I didn't even know he could keep up that intensity in a 12 round fight. This reminds me of, I was in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I was at a fight. I believe Floyd, who was fighting? Was it Floyd and Pacquiao? It was some big fight. Uh, I think Pacquiao Broner, Broner Pacquiao. And there was like some prelim fights. And then outside of the arena, there was a standing area. As the fight let out, it was um, just this kid. I said, oh, man, that's one of my favorite fighters, Tiafimo Lopez. And I go up to Tiafimo. I'm like, bro, dope. Like, yo, you're, you know, and nobody was surrounding him at that moment, right? At this time, he's fighting on top rank, and I would see clips of him. The first clip I've ever seen of this this guy was him on the ropes, him dipping to the side, coming off the ropes, and doing the hardest left hook I've ever seen. That floored someone. He had a string of these amazing, athletic, violent knockouts. And as I saw him fight more and more, I was like, yo, this guy is going to be... Nobody's beating this guy, right? And he was fighting like 20. 21 and, 0, 21 and 1 guys destroying them. You know, guys that were pretty durable just peeling through them. And then all of a sudden, first Nakatani, and uh, he started looking human a little bit, right? Right, so, right. So, to me, this was who I thought this guy was and more. And... This is what we are to expect. I don't, I don't see anybody beating this guy, man. But why would they have to if he retired? Yes, that is another thing. Tiafimo says, I've made ESPN $100 million, and I made $1 million for my fight, and I've done more than all these other guys, and I'm getting paid nothing. Now, to those listening, if you don't have a million dollars, a million dollars sounds like a, a lot of money, right? In retrospect, he's trying to say, theoretically, because he beat, uh, I believe that when he beat 
uh, my man uh, Lomachenko, he should have been undisputed. That was crazy. That was a that was a travesty. Uh, and he beat Josh Taylor, who just relinquished his belt. So he did beat two undisputed champions in his time. So he should be get paid more than the other guys. He's saying Devin Haney. He's saying uh, uh, Ryan Garcia. Now Ryan Garcia getting paid more than him is crazy because he's done more than Ryan in his career. Uh, he's done more. Well, what's the name? Just beat Lomachenko now. So um, Devin. He beat Josh Taylor, so he's done more than Devin Haney. That uh, uh, Tank has defeated the top fighters, who Ryan Garcia and Roley. He's done more than Tank, but he's getting paid less money. So he's frustrated. He's getting the less money, y'all. He's getting the less money, I and they're it. getting the more money. I get the frustration, though, because... Uh, you know, I don't know. What do you think it has to do with? I because I kind of feel like it might have to do with his, just his attitude overall, and the, the way that he kind of seems to um, implode. Yeah, and it's not good for business. Maybe I think he doesn't. I think I think I think he says a lot of different things. I think of, now the stuff he says that has to do with it. But I think that honestly, man, I think it's just, it's just my. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Maybe ticket sales, but then other people don't sell either that, that crazy. Other than on that list, the only guys who really sell crazy is like Tank and Ryan Garcia. Uh, the other guys don't really, aren't super duper pay-per-view guys. So if you have like guys like that making more money than him, that's wrong, you know? Uh, 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 that's a part of marketing and promoting. Um, he's fighting on Heisman. Now, but he said, I'm doing 4 million views every time I fight. That's not pay-per-view. And I don't think he's ever been on pay-per-view either. But he's been... What about Triller? Versus Cambosis. Triller was pay-per-view. Was it? You had to pay for Triller. You can't just watch Triller. Are you sure that wasn't a free event? That one? Oh, I don't know. It might have been. I think it was the first one. It was free. I'm not sure. We'll get, we'll get back... Uh, 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 we'll get back to that, but bro, it's like it's wrong. He beat two linear champions, right? Should have been undisputed. I didn't like the whole situation with um the franchise titles and the other title, right? Uh, I don't know if you remember Devin fought the one the one guy, right? Yeah, he fought that one guy from the Ukraine and beat him. The Russian uh, Ukrainian guy, no, no, he beat him, defeated him. And that was the number one contender spot. Lomachenko didn't want to fight Devin or something happened. He chose to fight Tefimo for Undisputed. Devin gets a part of it. They say Teal's Undisputed. And they say, nope, Devin has the other piece of your title. That was wrong. Either, either make him the mandatory. I think this is what they should have did. Make Devin the mandatory to fight for all the belts against TFM or the winner of the all the, th- of the of the stuff. Right. Or um, make it like a silver title or something. Intercontinental. To do that was wrong. That was wrong. Because you can't say he's the world champion. He's the world champion. How do you have two world champions in one weight class? You know, he's a super champion. So I beat a super champion. I don't have the belt. I gotta be that 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 means there's five belts now. It ain't the four belt era, it's the five belt era. So yeah. I believe that they should have called him undisputed. And that, that would have been right. 
I understand with all these bodies and all these mandatories. I'm not mad at anybody. It, 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 I think the timing of it was messed up too. It was like after he beat him, then it came out. Oh, that's no. what I didn't like. Yeah, Come on, you got to let that be known before because we all going into it thinking it's about for the undisputed, it's about for all the belts. But yeah, that 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 was a little that 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 did take a lot of steam off of the event. To be honest with you, he beat the man, which was Lomachenko. Lomachenko was the man. He beat the man, and he's defeated the man again. The linear champion, the title, the ring magazine champion. See that that linear champion, the ring magazine goes around. That's what I'm actually trying to pay attention to now. That ring magazine belt. That's the most. That's the most influential belt. He has that means to, you're the best in that weight at that time. And he has it again. He has, he has it again now defeating Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor had beat Regis Progray. Josh Taylor cleared out the Super, the sixth tournament. Josh Taylor was the guy. And now he's defeated the guy. Yeah. But, but, but does three wins make him the, the king of 140 pounds now? Those three wins? Um, He's the guy to beat right now. He's the king. You know, he fought, he fought, he fought three fights. He, yeah. fought, he didn't just jump up and straight up fight Josh from 140. From going from 135 to 140, he fought mm-hmm. uh, Campa and he fought uh, Sandor Martin. Co- controversial. Mm-hmm. Sandor Martin went very controversial, but he beat him. Let's really dissect those fights. Because this is what I had to really think about. Oh, Campo. 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 Pedro. Pedro Campo. He beat him. He stopped him. Stopped him. Right? He fought Brendan Lee not too long ago. And I don't know who won. If it was Brendan Lee or or or, or, or Pedro Campa. That I have Brendan Lee as a very talented young prospect. Not 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 everything yet, but he's a very tough guy who I thought was gonna knock that guy out. And I was wrong. So let's bump that guy up out of one one through ten. Let's bump that guy. Huh? Compo, a Pedro Campo up to like an eight. Right. Let's pop him up. Sandor Martin defeated Mahi Garcia, put him into retirement. Sandor about a 9.5, man. It's a good fighter. Sandor's a very, good, very fighter. good fighter. And that was a close fight he had with him. But I do believe that he pulled it off. I can see either way. Either way. Either way. Two knockdowns. I can can see that one either way. Those are two hard fights to go into a new way class. Tough fights. Tough fights. Then the Josh Taylor win. Josh Taylor did look bad against Jack Catterall. I saw Jack Catterall fight. He looked horrible versus Jack. Horrible. He looked looked way worse than he did. So. Where's Tiafimo? This win, I have to give Tiafimo his credit. Absolutely. But we saw the signs that Josh Taylor was ready to move up and wait. Or he's cooked. Or he's just done. Or he's just done. He's just, is just cooked, yeah. He said, he, you know, he said, look, I wasn't focused in my last fight. I had a lot of things going on. I think he's a big guy. I think being at 147, he has to pick up on defense. A lot more shots, you know. But does he still want it? And I'm looking Is he still that. hungry? He's still, yes, because, you know. Or is it time to... Retreat, retreat, retreat. I think 147 will do him well. I do not know if he'll be champion at 147 pounds at this, at this moment. Um, if because if his mind, if, if he get if his mind is right, he'll be champion again at that way. He'll be a, he'll be a contender. He'll fight some great fights. But I'm not. I think I think you know what else you didn't think was it was it the layoff? Oh, 
the long layoff since Kenroll. He was not oh. active. It was not an active top 140 elite uh, elite fighter at that time. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't fight. He didn't, didn't fight almost. Was it a year and a half? Or two years? Something. Oh. Maybe a whole year, I believe. Actually, it was, a, it was a year. Yeah. So what should what What do you think uh, our guys should do? Go up and wait. I think you should go wait. Absolutely. Go up and wait and try and see how you like it, man. And get on. And also. Get some. I think these fighters, man. Look, 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 man. I think type top fighters should be fighting at least three times a year, bro. Two to three times a year, man. It's 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 it's, it's a travesty to see a guy fight once a year, man. How are you supposed to stay sharp? How are you supposed to, you know, like 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 get into your groove, man? Once once you win the undisputed crown of weight, you conquered that weight, so yeah. you move on to new lands. That's what you do once. Oh, you, you say relinquish it. That's what you say. Relinquish it. Yeah, move on to so, another weight. So, 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 make your wish with the Dragon Balls and let it spread out into the universe. Again? Disperse into the cosmos and collect them once again. Add a new weight. Oh, so let the so so let the Dragon Balls just go off into Earth again. Let them go. Some to Earth, some to Namek, some to wherever, and, and, and go collect them again. Do not stay at that same weight because look, man, you're at that weight to conquer it. So it's hard. So even subconsciously, you're not going to be able to keep fighting. It's very hard to do yeah. that. And, it, and it's, it's showing his performance. I think the only person that ever heard the the, the undisputed champions, uh, I think Devin had like two. two, two was the first one to do two title defenses. But you know who else I heard in the three belt era did, did they thing? Bernard Hopkins. He had a lot of title defenses. Out of eight of his last... Talking about Josh Taylor here. Out of eight of his last opponents, they had two losses, and the rest of them had no losses, and above fifteen wins, all of them. Wow! Come on, that's an incredible record. All all fighters of which we know. So he's done so much at that weight. Name brand fighters. Name brands. Yeah. 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 Name brands. The quality fabrics. And he beat them all. So did 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 TFM really retire? What do you think? No, I don't. I think that he retired for now while he's fighting his wife in court. That's what I think. Not to forget that, which I he says she's taking half of his money, but it's I okay I because in the book of Job, uh, uh, Satan rivals God and challenges him to a to a test. To see if he can convert one of God's most devout uh, 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 followers away from him. Of course, Satan loses. And Tiafimo likens himself unto Job, God's humble servant. Who, everything was taken from him, but he still believes. And he's still going to go out there and do great. And he did do great in his performance. So I think now what he's doing is, he's just taking his time. With that one, right. that was a huge win. Take your time and, and figure out that divorce court battle because that's not a game or a joke. So I saw, I saw it. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Tiafima on Max on Boxing and he spoke about that book of Job situation. And uh, he said, 
Master's like, so I retire. Not being appreciated, you know, this and that. He'll say, why do you do the things you do? He said, oh, it wouldn't be no fun if the world wasn't, once the world against him. So he seems like one of those guys that needs the world against him in order to um, do well. And, he, and you know, the thing to look, he was right about the bias commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, like, they all did it. Like, I don't think this is, they all get a piece of paper saying, hey, this guy is done. And let's start talking about it. I see them switch up on some people. Crazy. A few fighters, man. I was like, whoa, you guys last three months ago said this guy was Love the, this dude. The best thing since sliced right uh, since bread. You know, like I was watching I was watching the uh I, I so so I remember when Edgar Blanga, right? He was on there. He was the man. He could do no wrong. And I remember the switch. I got to work on this. I got to do this. I got to do that. And I'm like, okay, but a lot, some of these things I'm surprised no one saw earlier because, you know, you, you made it seem like he was ready. But then I remember for, for anybody, right? And we all, sometimes people are at a developmental stage. Everybody's learning still. But then I saw Shakur Stevens. This guy's ready for Gary Russell right now. I'm like, yo, it's like, it's like 10 fights in. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then it's like no matter certain performances, I remember the 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 the, the, the uh they said act like the Edgar performance wasn't good against that um the last fight he had, right? Mm-hmm. And but then they then, then Devin fought um Kimbosis. Yeah. Act like it was the most entertaining thing ever. To me, it was both two fights where people use their jab. Right. But it was so biased. And it was like Y'all got to stop doing that. That's not right. That's not cool. It robs the viewers of, of, of a really authentic experience, authentic boxing experience, uh, especially the newer viewers who don't really understand everything that's going on. You know, some people don't watch sports, sporting events religiously, and they need to be able to digest what's going on in a, in a responsible, honest way. But they're going to do what they're going to do, and they're going to sell what they're going to sell. But... I think that for as for Tiafimo, he should not have said that stuff because no, it was against a, it was a racial thing. Yeah, and yeah. Th- and there's some things racial that are true. Like I think probably who 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 gets on the most fight cards are Hispanic fighters. They're on just on the most cards at that televised cards. Usually a lot of Spanish. They support their people, like you know, like others do, but maybe a little bit more in the boxing world. But it's just the way that he said it and the context that he said it. Yeah, the context was the it context. was risky. And then remember him and his father got into it before and for Josh Taylor. About you they're gonna ruin you. Stop saying stuff like that. Yeah, speaking of Brian Kriegel, I think. Yeah, it was told him to stop and he called his father a B word or said, You're being a B, I'm gonna stand on my word like a man. So don't don't let me stop talking about the the rate the, the bias, the bi- his biased experience with, with top rank. What surprised me is that after those comments he was still wearing like a Bud Light hat, you know, like a Disney hat on. I don't know if he's sponsored by Disney. I think he still has all of endorsements. And I was very curious about that because it was like there was no apology. There was no, hey, I don't mean it like that. There was a double down, in fact. There was a double down. And in this day and age, it's like I like I would have appreciated, look, all I'm saying is this. I have no problem with those people, black people, but they're they're, they're favoring 
certain the black you know black fighters right now. You know, in particular, the young guys. I feel like Keyshawn Davis. I feel like Big Baby. I feel like uh, what's the other kid, guy's name? Uh, they didn't really deserve that. They've been really knocking people out and doing their thing and getting on cards. Right now, I, and Shakur's been with them since day one too. So you got to understand they're gonna they're gonna rock with him. You know what I mean? But but he was the hottest thing on top rank for a little minute. He was he was the hottest thing coming out the the amateurs too. Yeah, he was and you know no, but the but Tiafima Lopez. Now I can understand. And Tim Bradley said this. He was de- jealous of Devin because Devin signed with them and he got all this hype right away. He has the belts, you know. So you got to understand that. But I do get where it's like, I guess he feels like where's the loyalty, you know? Where's the loyalty? But bro, it's like if he's with top rank, you're there. That fight could be made. That's what you should be looking forward to. But in this game, reality, when you lose, you're nobody. And that's for whatever, you know, that's for whatever. Uh, um, this is how the game is, man. They throw you in that dungeon. You got to fight your way back out. Have you heard? Of, have you heard from Joe what? Smith? No. He's somebody that lost a fight. Yeah. Very, very good fighter. Mm-hmm. Top rank fighter. Right? Top rank fighter. Yeah, I have not heard. Um, who else lost that we got to think about? A lot of people, bro. I haven't heard from that. Oh, ain't uh, better BF's a top rank, ain't he too? Better BF, they're not. They're doing better BF. I have not heard nothing. No better BF news. I haven't really heard any. Uh, um, Tyson Fury, our top rank. Is he? No, he's not. He's with Frank Warren. He still co-promotes with them. Top rank. Um. In a way, hasn't even get any coverage like that, man. He's fighting. He's fight. He's fighting Stephen. Like Fulton. what? Tomorrow? No, July. <laughs> yeah, they're fighting in July. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like it's a lot of people, but but I think to the American crowd, they use a certain fighters. Yeah, that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. They're using a, a certain demographic to keep the viewership, um, but at the same time, I, I guess that. I don't know because knockouts reign supreme, and to me, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not a marketer though. I'm a boxer and and and, and a general, but still, they they knockouts reign supreme, man. Yeah. So I would think that people like who deserves it on top rank. I'll be real with you. You know, it's it's people who are knocking people out that that are actually somebody. You're knocking out fighters who don't get knocked out. Yeah, that's those are the guys, and right now, who's doing that the most I can think of top of my head are Naoya in a way, and and Arthur Better BF. Those guys, I think the guys on there deserve it. Better BF, in a way, Tyson Fury. I like that that kid, Big Baby's doing this thing. You have this up the competition. Keyshawn has beat some top guys already where he fights. I like him a lot. You know, those are those are like that's like much watched TV right there. You know, that's like I have to see. Art of Better BF is, I think, right now the only. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the only active world champion, unified world champion, especially yeah. with 100 yeah, percent yeah, knockout yeah. ratio. Yeah, Arthur Better BF. And you know the sad things gonna happen is, you know the sad things gonna happen, bro. No one's gonna pay attention to him till he loses. Wow. Kind of like, see, Kovalev, Kovalev was getting a lot of love, but we still didn't appreciate Kovalev enough until he lost. 
This, I appreciated Kovalev. I did. He he kept boxing alive. I did. The Crusher man. He he, he he's you know he's doing this thing for a long time. But it, it look man. As far as Tiafimo goes, he has to understand that you're the old dog now. Yeah, you're vet now. Yeah. Once you come up in this game, and they love you, and they love you, and they love you until you lose or until something else happens. But if anything happens, if you take that loss, bye bye. They're bringing up another five. It's going to be another five guys coming up to take your place, and 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 they're going to all fight and scrap for that place. But let me tell you something. If you don't watch it, this is something I want to tell all the guy, all, all young fighters coming up. The kids out there. Controversy is a good thing. But if you don't watch it with certain comments that you make, you'll never get paid over a million dollars. Because certain brands can get behind you. Certain this is a very sensitive time that we live in. You will continuously, once you start doing those under a hundred thousand pay-per-views. You ain't gonna get to a million if you turn certain people off. No matter how much you're knocking people out, you know, and, and racial stuff, you gotta really be careful, man. Really, really. Even though we, and even though I watched the whole interview and he spoke about Rosa Parks, and we were all one people, and then he said that I watched the whole interview. Boy, they take these little clips and they throw them up there, brother. It's gonna be hard to do those one point something you need, autumn. Or, 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 or one point something million pay per views, or this and that. You're better off, like, 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 like the kid tank. Like you're better off getting into a hit and run than doing stuff like that. Every view counts. You know, every view counts. And and you know, look, man, we have, it's, a, it's a big African American group of people that are like. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Like this boxing stuff, man. I'm every every black dude I talk to love boxing. And then check it, you know, the, the, the we're not gonna be the only ones that stop watching. And when you when you when you you know disrespect a group of people, it doesn't only affect that <laughs> that people's viewership. Yeah. Other other groups of people don't like that because you know you're against humanity at that point when you do that. So he has you know, be careful. And, and, and yeah. I'd rather say. Say names, man. That, you know? that's what, Chris. Just say names. That, Why had to say the race of the guys? That's say what I. That and that's the only thing I would have told him. You think it's a lack of education? I think I think it is, bro. And I like, think, like like I, like I, like I, like I, like I social educational. I think it's what we all think. Like like don't get me wrong. Like I think that he said some stuff that he would have probably said in his house. Yo, man, they're doing that with them fighters, you know. And I think that in reality, bro. He didn't want to give somebody too much shine. He should have said, yo, y'all are doing this with this person. He didn't want to seem jealous of anybody else. And I don't think it was jealousy. I think it was something that he really noticed and that had some truth to it. And he felt like he was the more, more better, better fighter. And I think that he should just say it. Like, you, you know who we you know who did that really well? Floyd Mayweather, Oscar De La Hoya. He attacked Oscar. But he attacked Oscar, but he didn't say the color. Race. He said, Oscar, this, Oscar, that. He ain't on my level. Da, 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 da. But he attacked him, attacked him, attacked him, and then built his his self off of Oscar. And then Manny Pacquiao, basically, the fans attacked Floyd Mayweather. Right. But it wasn't like a black thing or it wasn't, it wasn't a, racial, a racial thing. It's with a, it's, it's with a particular person. 
that you feel like is a hype job. And there's nothing wrong with saying another fighter is a hype job. But this sport, like, we literally spar with each other, man. I know, I know Caucasian fighters, Mexican fighters. I've got to be friends with people. You see people hanging out that they would never hang out before, you know, or meet each other. Because we done traveled the world and sparred and worked together. You know, and I think that, that we don't, you know, we got to, like, really... The race exists. It does. It, think about it. The biggest fights are always two different, you know, a lot of times two different races. Mexico, Puerto Rico, you know, Mexico, Puerto Rico, Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, super duper racial, you know? And we got to kind of like clear it up. I'm glad to see Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford be, be as big as it is doing Breakfast Club and Gilly and Wallow and these certain uh, 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 things. But guess what I would like to see them, see, see them do too? 60 Minutes. I like to see him do some of these other publications. Ellen DeGeneres show. I don't know how that would work. I like to see, see him do late night TV with um my man uh stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that it's a place for that. These are two black guys who's going there fighting, but they are the best of the best, and we gotta give them more, more, more like this is a huge fight. GQ. I wanna see all those things get behind them too. <laughs> No reason why that can't happen. I'll tell you that right now. No, no reason why that can't happen. Boxing is a global sport, and when and when, as with any global sports, it's different uh, racial context that fuels that fuels the intensity and the fanfare of the of the fight, and yeah. that's okay. But let that just be that. I want to see because yeah. look, when he talks about Tio was talking about cursing out uh, Javante Davis. I don't know why he was upset with Javante. But as he was upset, he called him a B-word. And look, that's all fine in boxing. You can call somebody a B. If, as long as you keep it on them, you don't go to their family or, or I like that. Or I like their that. race. It's fine. Just yeah, talk yeah. about that man and why you could beat him and, yeah. and all the things that you think he is or isn't. That's fine. I don't understand why it got to anything more than that. I think that people don't understand how, like, it's so cool, I think, when soccer, you watch soccer and stuff, they'd be like, Argentina, yeah, we beat Mexico. And it's like a dope thing, you know what I'm saying? But I, but it's like people don't understand, like, within certain communities, it's not a real... It's not war. There's no flag. Oh, right, 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 right. There's no... If you feel what I'm saying? It's people that are really, go, like, like really going through something. You got to kind of let them... They, they, we're, we're just building something at that moment. It's not the same type of thing. And it's so hard for other people to understand that when they have it, when they could say they're from here, from there, and everyone's fine with it. And there's certain people that can't. Yeah, exactly. There's some people that, you know, don't have that same sense of, what you're talking about is nationality. Yeah. They don't have that same sense of nationality. And that's, that's where the lack of social education comes from, I believe. And you say you get to saying and doing things and feeling certain ways without really understanding that maybe that group of people deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I want to ask you this. What did you think about... The, the build-up so far, they've done uh, Los Angeles and they've done New York for Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence. What do you think about that build-up? Who do you think is winning the war words right now? Uh, I think I think um, Errol Spence is a better talker. Yeah. He's, he's more entertaining. He's, 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 he's his sarcastic, condescending demeanor. It really gets under anybody's skin. I, I, I'd really be upset about that. Um He's always been good to me too. He's always he's always he's always been really good at that. So I think he's 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 getting the best of that. I like the build up. I like the build up. I like the build up. 
but I want to see, I can see some more posters and some more on buses and certain things. Maybe it's, you know, maybe, because I, I was at the Barclays not too long ago. So maybe, That's maybe early. I see some of it. And you got to get people into it now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get people into it. It's, it's less than a month away. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's less than a month away. You got to get people, or I don't know, a little more than a month away, but you got to get people into it just so that it stays in their mind because they got to get that July 29th in their mind. And once they get that in their mind, they're associated with Terrence Crawford, Errol Spencer, we're good. But right now, I feel like Spence is taking the war words. He has the gift. He has a, has a more of a gifted gab. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, uh, but, but Terrence is holding his own, though. He's holding his own. He's being more demonstrative and, than I've seen him before. He seems more aggressive. Errol seems more like condescending. Like, man, you ain't going to do that. Man, what that? I knew he was good when he was against Kel Brook. Kel was like, you're going to take this here chocolate brownie. And he's like, chocolate brownie? What the hell is that? That's, that's lame, man. Like, I, I was, <laughs> like, this guy really has a way of saying things. He says a lot of true stuff. Like, like when he says stuff, like, it's like Sean Porter thing. Well, I fight you and I can just go take easier road and beat Sean Porter. And I was like, this guy is really kind of smart. Like, at that moment, Sean was easier. wasn't as easy as he thought. But he knew he could just pass the half of the least resistance. Yeah. And, and he got that. He didn't fall into uh, um, this. Being goaded into it, yeah. Do you think Errol Spence and Touch Crawford really believe they could beat each other? Start Errol. Do you think Errol Carew thinks he can really beat Terrence Crawford? That's a great question. I think that, yeah, as used to winning as he is, yeah. he's used to, I'm going to get in there and this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And with him, every single time, with that same style, it works. So at this point, his he believes it. He believes he can really do it. He believes that he's the only... I hope that he knows that he's the only man that can at that weight right now. That's a... That's a When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Or champion or, or on that level, like a championship level. He's the only guy that could do it. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, yeah, I think I think I think I think Bud knows he could do it. Knows I think he could do it. I think Bud been known he could do it too for a long time. What do you think it is that I think what Bud sees is um you watch the Brook fight. I think he believes he will not succumb to Errol Spence's pressure. He won't let him hit him with the body shots. Wrestle with him physically and not be on the ropes. Uh, I think he believes he has faster feet and he has power to hurt him. Watching the Ugas fight. I believe Errol Spence believes there's activity in the early rounds. Yeah. And he'll be able to overwhelm him. And later in the fight, he won't get damaged by those big shots. He's tough enough to take some of those shots and then start overpowering him. And even if he has to knock him out, he believes he'll be able to start to get to him. Make him stay there with him and fight. Like, I'm excited for this fight, man. I don't like. I'm I'm super excited, but you know one thing that bought that that kind of like I picked Terrence Crawford. You know, like not easy, but I was very sure. Oh, he's gonna beat him. But then when I started thinking about, it, I was like, you know what, man? 
he is a one thirty-five pounder coming up. In reality, bro, like, and this kid has been at fifty-four and forty-seven. He's a bigger guy, and but Terrence has become a bigger puncher. And Terrence' slow start, I believe, was the, was the catalyst for robbery. I'm actually calling robbery this fight. Calling robbery, stick up, stick up, man. Big robbery to make to make to make Crawford, Crawford Spence too. A big robbery. I just didn't like seeing. So the, now you recanting your. I didn't like seeing the PBC flyer. I don't like seeing that. Terence Crawford has no representation, other than himself, own company. Now he has this big Showtime and all these things against him. He could take all. I don't like seeing that, man. I just am like, is there a rehydration clause? No, <laughs> no. I just don't like seeing that. When I see stuff like that, I'm like, he's fighting the best fighter, one of the best fighters in the world. He has to be. Terence Crawford has to be freaking Sugar Ray Robinson on this night, bro. He just might be that. Listen, man, his footwork. He's gonna he's gonna keep turning, Spence. Um. He is a naturally smaller man, but I just when see when Errol Spence got caught with that uppercut by Ugas or that right hook by Ugas yeah. and got disoriented. Yeah. So bad like that, it made me think, yeah, yeah. He may have a lot of success because of his size and his own uh, his size and his uh his pressure on yeah. Terrence Crawford, but ultimately, man, he's Buzz gonna find that shot. Yes, he, he has. A, I'm sure he has to knock him out. I'm sure. I'm sure as all is that's, that he's gonna find that shot, and when he finds that shot, uh, he's not gonna do what Ugas did. He's not gonna wow. back off and just he's, he's gonna try, he's gonna really finish him. It took a lot of shots for him to hurt Ugas, though. It did take a lot. It, it a usually lot. takes an accumulation. I hear Spence has an incredible power, though. great power, but it took it took a lot of shots. I hear, I, but I feel like it's bone crushing power. I feel like it's okay. So talk, just talking to the viewers real quick. There's power that you get hit and it electrifies you, like your your fingers in the socket. And if you get hit with it, you shut off. Then there's bone crushing power that crushes your face. You feel like yo, this guy hit so freaking hard, right? I don't know which. I I feel like Arrow ha, Arrow has power that beats you up, breaks you down. But if you're a strong-minded person, you kind of can take those type of shots. Like, like um, now don't now they put they will knock you unconscious if you get like 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 my man that hits really uh, um Frazier. So Ali took Frazier's punches. He kind of was like, um, not Frazier, um, George Foreman, Foreman. Bludgeoning. bludgeoning, bludgeoning, like boom, boom, like like he's taking he's taking it. You're going to the hospital afterwards, but you can kind of mentally get through it. And rope a dope through it and get some shots in there. Um, can Terrence Crawford weather a storm? And what kind of power does Terrence have? It seems like Terrence hits you with a counter and it it disorients you really bad. Or just completely shuts your old joint down. Or you get knocked out cold. Like that matter that that uh that last guy Avenician, Avenician was crazy. Uh Jose Benavidez. Yeah, man. Uh he he's getting ready to he's getting ready to do it to Sean Sean uh, Porter. Yeah, you know this is what he does. He, he yeah. clips you and he shuts your lights completely off. Yeah, 
I feel like we've talked about this fight a million times already, but it's like the fight. And uh, I know you, so it's, as this fight developed, guys, we're going to continue to talk about it because we have to, we have to cover it. And I know they are probably like, yo, I'm so glad we don't talk about that. Ryan Garcia tank fight. Nah. We thought it would never happen, right? I thought it would never happen. Yeah, that was crazy. But this is going to be a good one. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I appreciate you all. We're going to keep bringing these episodes to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, we're going to be covering boxing and all the aspects of it. And oh, yeah, send all your questions to Bigs versus Bigs on Instagram. Any questions you want us to ask on the show, Bigs out. Thank you. The Biggs vs. Biggs podcast was brought to you by your creators and hosts, Kristen Biggs and Justin Biggs. Executive producers, Letitia Biggs, Aaron Freeman, Westworld Productions, and Valerie Wright. Co-host and production manager, Chanel Blackman. Audio editor, Eric Ryloff. Opening announcement by Jack Thriller. Sound design, mix, and master, James Oliva. And special thanks to our friends and partners at Revolt TV, Aki Garrett, Patty Reyes, and JJ West. Bigs versus Bigs out. Are out of here. Bigs versus Bigs out. No, I said Bigs versus Bigs out. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.